So, I'm a day late. It's Tuesday, it should be Monday when I'm recording this. Um, it's all Darren's fault. Welcome to episode 70 of Mr. Burt Pods. Well, my whole week has been thrown into chaos, thanks to Darren, who um, this is going to become the Darren show, isn't it? It's just really annoying, you know. Um, I spent most of last week editing because he keeps causing me problems. Uh, I then get told that I'm not allowed to complain about um, editing. Car and pedestrian at the same time, that's exciting. Oh, in fact, I know that pedestrian. That's Mr. and Mrs. Wilson. Well, one of Mr. and Mrs. Wilson, it's the other one. Um, that's her first starring um, role in this podcast. Anyway, she's ignoring me. So, um, uh, yeah, so I'm not allowed to complain about how much time and effort the editing takes. So that was all week. And then on Friday, we edited, we recorded episode nine of Nothing to See Here, and he caused problems again. So, um, contrary to expectations, I did not have a meltdown, although he seems to think I did. I've been very cool, calm and collected about the whole thing. So I got it edited as quickly as possible because arrangement was to go and see him today. Um, travel across to the darkest uh, corners of South London. There is a lot of jealousy, you'll notice, in Darren's continual comments about the fact that I live in... Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Wilson is talking to a uh, a workman who is doing the brickwork on a house. Maybe it isn't Mr. and Mrs. Wilson, maybe it's another person. Oh, and she's smelling something he's offering her now. That all looks very strange. It looks like a pizza. I don't think it is, though. No. Very odd goings-on. It's a definitely a round white disc, and she definitely was either looking at it very closely or sniffing it. And she's now leaning on the gate, looking very at home. Anyway, I don't think I should make any more judgments about that situation, because I have absolutely no idea what's going on. And I'm possibly wrong about the person involved, and I might get libeled. Um, so... Yes, yeah, so I was supposed to be going to see Darren today, which was very exciting because I do like a trip out. Um, he's very jealous of the fact that I live in Muswell Hill, as I'm sure you can uh, work out from the comments I get week after week. And so yesterday I went into a frenzy. Um, I managed to put it, I started up with a yoga session. Um, I managed to get through it. Last week I turned the camera off and just collapsed for about 20 minutes. So I thought I'd better leave the camera on this week and make sure that people are watching me and that they know I'm actually doing it. Um, then I went for a run with Mr. and Mrs. Wilson, but not that Mr. and Mrs. Wilson, the other Mr. and Mrs. Wilson. It's getting very complicated, isn't it? Maybe you should call them something else. Um, so on f Sunday, we did our week five uh, third run, <clears throat> which what was it week four anyway, which was 20 minutes non-stop running, which we were both absolutely dreading and actually was fine. And we were both quite surprised we got to the end of it and were actually able to hold a conversation with each other. I thought I would be 
on the ground having mouth-to-mouth resuscitation at that point, but that didn't happen. It was excellent. Uh, so we've on, I think we're on week six now, and that was a little bit easier. It seems to be a repeat of week five, so it wasn't, it was less than 20 minutes solid running. That was all lovely. I found that if I listen to podcasts when I run, I tend to lose myself in them. I don't know whether anybody, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know whether anybody else listening to any podcast that may have connections with me uh, gets the same feeling. But I'm listening to the missing. Queen, which is a BBC Sound, which is quite an extraordinary podcast, and if you want to really get gripped and lose your life in something, highly recommended. Um, so I'm just gripped by this conversation between these two people that's still carrying on. Um, so it was yoga run, then I came back, <clears throat> and I wanted to take Darren something over as a thank you because he cooks me lunch. Um, usually follow the recipe. And um, I didn't want to take a bottle of something. I thought that was, you know, the problem's already there and I don't need to exacerbate it. So I thought what I'd do is I made some very, very successful uh, cinnamon rolls or cinnamon buns, I'm not quite sure what they're called. Very successful last week. We've still, they were so enormous, we've still got some left. So I suggested I took um, what was remaining over to Darren. Uh, at which point the person who I suggested this to face dropped. So I ended up making a fresh batch and it takes a long time to make cinnamon runs because it's basically like bread. You need to do two lots of um, proving and preheat your oven and bake them on top of your mixing and making sure you've got everything right. So um, it was a little bit easier this time because I knew what to expect but it's they are made of sticky dough and the dough is uh, sticks. <laughs> what can I say? It is sticky and it's the first time I got into a bit of state. <laughs> and we're still finding a little bit of dough all over the kitchen quite a few days later. <laughs> but um, I've got the hang of now with a plastic spatula thing. I've got, uh, it's a lot easier. So I've made more cinnamon rolls, uh, which were due to be taken over today, some of them anyway. And then I managed to finish editing episode nine, which was no bloody mean feat, I can tell you. And I also created some art. So I was very pleased with myself because I had an enormously busy day, didn't get stressed, um, packed loads in, very, very fulfilling. I then sent a WhatsApp message saying, what time shall I come over tomorrow? get the message back at about two o'clock this morning or something, I can't remember, it was from an early time. Don't come over before 1.15 and for your own, for your information, oh yeah, actually I'm going to read this, the WhatsApp message because um, it was quite an interesting one. Bear with me, bear with, bear with. It said, uh, I said what time tomorrow approximately and the reply, and this is word for word, anyone from 1.30, dot, dot, dot. And just FYI, die to whole internet shit pit fuck up today. I have sessions before 1.30 and then again from 4.15 onwards. Now translated into English, I presumed what had happened is he can't work the internet and uh, Monday's his 
client days, who's obviously not been able to get all his clients done, he's had to transfer some of them over to today. You'd think I'd be told that before 8.23 in the evening, after I spent the whole day, you know, sacrificing Baking Wednesday, moving it to Baking Monday, etc, etc, etc. No, so anyway, I then said, shall I come another day? It says the question mark, and I got the reply, that would nay, N-A-Y-Y, that would nay it e more advise, hooray. There was a message a minute later that said, that would make more sense, hooray, not wearing my glasses. So, you know, we've got clear communication going on here, obviously. Um, so I'm going on Thursday now. Um, I've got to get over on to that before Friday because um, I have um, a plan which involves me having to give something to him, which he's going to have to deal with during the podcast recording on Friday. So, um, yes, that's really annoying, actually. Also, he's been listening to this podcast and I'm now completely paranoid about everything I say because it it was used during the last recording <clears throat> in an extremely unfunny way. I might just cut it all out, actually. But it just feels like I'm being spied on. It feels like Big Brother now. I was planning on keeping these podcasts completely separated and now he's listening in on it, um, using it for his own art creations in inverted commas. And I spend half my own podcast talking about Darren, which is extremely annoying. Anyway, let's forget about him. On Saturday, um, I had a big day out, which was to go to the Royal Academy to see the Picasso and paper exhibition. Um, of the two of us in this household, when one of us was more worked up about it than the other, just because they hadn't been out uh, at all long distance since lockdown. Whereas I had had a few trips out. Um, is a man walking? If that man walks any slower, he'll just come to a stop. Oh no, he's pushing someone in the wheelchair, I didn't see. I take that back. Um, I have been out, but sort of round the middle of London, and I've also been out during the week, so it was a Saturday, and it was into the centre of London. I thought it'd be fine, but I have to mention, I ended up being the one that was more twitchy of the two of us. We got a bus, uh, we were late, <laughs> yeah, I know that's a shock to a lot of people, we were late, so, because you have to pre-book your slot, because they're trying to control numbers, obviously, we had to be there at a certain time, we couldn't get there. Uh, for that time if we'd stayed on the bus, which was the original plan, so we had to get the tube. And the tube was sort of all right, but then we got to Euston and it suddenly got very busy. And um, you couldn't not sit, if you're going to sit down, you couldn't not sit, sit next to somebody. I stood by the door uh, away from people. But then I can manage standing up without having to sit down. Um, then, yeah, we got out of Green Park. Piccadilly was busy. I don't know what people are doing. I really don't know what people are doing. I mean, it's not. It wasn't nowhere near busy summertime, Saturday, tourist season. But enough people that it was. You could keep away from people, but people weren't making massive attempts to social distance. I think people think they're outside; they can just do what they want. To be honest, I think that's a lot of it. Um, so we've got to all come. That's fine. Bit of a slow getting in, but I didn't mind that. They were being very careful. 
everyone was masked, um, sort of one-way system in through a covered area in the courtyard. Um, the toilets were being monitored very carefully, uh, had to wear face masks, and we'd, in fact, we'd spend the whole day in face masks practically, which is quite an interesting experience because we'd had to have it on for public transport. Most people on the public transport going had their face masks on, coming back was a bit different. Um, yeah, face masks in the Royal Academy, da, 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 da. and then we got into the exhibition, which to be honest, I had mixed feelings about because it's just the empty Picasso exhibition, and I do think they just put these Picasso blockbusters on exhibitions on because they know they're going to get people in just on the name Picasso. Uh, it was too big, it could have been half the size to be honest, and it was a bit uh it was a bit thin really it was the the idea was it was looking at the concept of his work on paper but i mean you know there was some specific paperwork there was some cutouts and there was a plastic art of a scumpy piece of paper which was quite funny um there were some things he'd made out of paper um and there were some sort of certain techniques he tried on paper but to be honest when you're just showing somebody's preparation drawings for a painting uh on paper which practically every artist uh, has done and probably does still to this day if they're not on computers I wouldn't call that work on paper because it's nothing special to what anybody else does so there was some absolutely lovely stuff because um, there always is but uh, I found it was the minority and also with it just being on paper it was very sort of monochrome a lot of it so I'm, I think I sort of wanted a bit of colour in my life uh, for obvious reasons so I did not enjoy it but um, I didn't rave about it but I'm glad I went so came out at four o'clock, at which point the cafe closed, which was marvellous, so I didn't get my coffee, which I was absolutely desperate for at that point. Um, delivery. Yodel. I find that bizarre name for delivery, Yodel. What's the connection? Um, yeah, so I didn't have coffee, so I wasn't very happy about that. So then we walked back a bit down Piccadilly, where did we go to? Oh, uh, we went down to Piccadilly Circus and got a bus, uh, and then got another bus, um, so came home on the bus. That was a lot busier, because of course that was about half past four, five o'clock, so I think people were just going home at that point. And I just haven't been on a bus where I haven't been able to sit well away from anybody, because uh, I thought they were limiting numbers, but I suppose that's hard to do on a Saturday. Um, lots of people not bothering with their face masks, a uh, group of teenage boys all got them, um, not wearing face masks. If they'd all gone and sat at the back of the bus, I wouldn't have minded so much, but they'd have, they'd have to sit one child per seat and spread themselves, uh, you know, the length and breadth of the bus, which I, was just unnecessary. Um, they were quiet enough, but when they came to get off, suddenly a load of face masks were produced from light magic from nowhere. So uh, There was this man who looked a bit scary. He sat down and then away from everybody, and then stood up and moved himself into the middle of a small group of people, right behind a woman who was sitting on her own, and sort of leant forward on the seat. He was to the side of her behind her, sort of leant forward on the seat next to her. And when she got off, uh, stared at her the whole time, so that was not desperately pleasant to watch. I think I was just, I'm getting a bit paranoid, because I just haven't been on public transport for so long. And then I saw this man running for the bus near, uh, getting off the bus end, and what a strange way of saying, the end of the journey. Um, he was running for the bus looking a bit twitchy, and he looked a bit odd, 
not not odd odd just a little bit i said it was a bit odd he got on the bus came sat nearish us there was a woman in front of us who'd been on her phone loudly for a long time because that went down well with me and um now you see this i don't understand i know i'm very very pro face masks i it, I don't see the point of walking around with a face mask over your mouth and your nose when you're not walking with anybody and you're in the open air and there's no one else to be seen around you. I don't see the point. You get that or you get people on in small crowded spaces not wearing them or just got them down under their nose because of course you know you don't take any viruses in through your nose as we all know. It's just weird, that's just weird behaviour. Oh, it's a man in orange trainers. Not trainers, sort of boating shoes. Not very nice. Anyway, um, where was I? I was on the bus, wasn't I? Oh, yes, so he was looking a bit, I don't know, I just sent it to me. Woman stopped her phone call. He just then, well, there's some traffic lights. There seems to be permanent traffic lights, uh, temporary traffic lights. Uh, near us because they just seem to continually dig up the road for I don't know what reasons and it always causes chaos especially in rush hour they seem to do it month on month off month on month off it's past a joke everybody comments on it uh, well, and um, he swore really loudly because we ground to a halt at these temporary traffic lights she who wasn't sitting next to him she was behind him on the other side she said something along the lines of oh, you need to be patient in a nice way and he said i'm sorry or something he seemed all right um and they had a bit of a conversation and i frankly would not have had a conversation with him uh, but there you go she was on the phone and i don't think she particularly noticed him when he got on anyway she then got off and as she was up top stairs to go down he punched the seat in front of him incredibly hard. He elbowed the seat he was on really, really hard and then kicked the seat. There was no one in it. And then he kicked the seat in front of him so hard I thought it was going to break. So whether he just had massive anger issues or whether it was on something, I think he might have been on something. He just didn't look right. I mean, he was, he was not, you know, he was just dressed in a T-shirt and shorts and, you know, he didn't look odd they're the ones that scare me the ones that don't look odd um and then he got off behind her she was very twitchy at that point i think she got off quite quickly who can blame her so that was not very pleasant i have to say um so i think you know maybe i'm just getting a bit uh itchy scratchy because i haven't been out on public transport for such a long time and i've forgotten that people are weird on public transport um but anyway it was a day out and uh, we both enjoyed it um, and that meant um, yeah just felt a little bit of a step towards I don't know are we in lockdown are we coming out of lockdown I don't know what's going on anymore but it felt we're a step towards doing a bit more outside of the house I think one thing I've really missed in lockdown is having a car just not being able to get in a car and go somewhere because you know we just haven't been able to go on public transport um, and I was planning another gallery trip with a friend next week but I've looked and there's very little open and um, there's the Tate's and the National Gallery the British Museum's not open and uh, National Portrait Gallery's not open Barbican's open the Whitechapel but um, just because of where we both live we can't easily get to these places so I think we're going to go to the National Gallery um, but you have to book 
which is fair enough. You have to book to go in and see the permanent connection. Uh, they're just limiting numbers full stop, which is good. Uh, the gym's open, my gym, but I haven't been, my local gym, but I haven't been yet. Um, I'm going to keep up the running for a while, see how that goes. Um, oh, children are out. Oh yeah, there was a big drama. And it wasn't a big drama, actually. It was quite funny. Yesterday, the bins went out over the road. He was doing it, but she wasn't. Oh, that was the other reason I couldn't make a podcast yesterday, is because we had people digging up the road. It seems that uh, Affinity Water are replacing the lead piping that they replaced uh, in our road a year ago. So obviously the uh, new piping they put in magically turns into lead piping and has to be replaced again. So they just made a noise all day. And as it was hot and I had the windows open, I couldn't do this podcast in the rocking chair because there was too much noise. I can't totally blame Darren. I've also been told that I'm not allowed to blame other people when it's, I've just got to take responsibility for my own actions. So it was obviously my fault that Darren can't work the internet. Um, just want to get that one in. Um, so, yeah, so that was all going on. But I did see the bins going out yesterday. She wasn't with him. He was on his own. So that was a bit more of a palaver because he had to open the gate on his own. But then he re- he realised what was going on opposite the affinity replacing your lead pipe work works, and he just went into slow motion. I've never seen him walk so slowly. Absolutely gripped by what was going on, wheeled bin uh, very very slowly halfway down the uh, the road as they always do. Why they just don't put it outside the gate is absolutely beyond me. And very, very slowly walked back again, um, staring at them the whole time. I'm surprised he didn't walk into anything, to be honest. That was quite funny. Uh, the children, oh, and then he was having a conversation yesterday. You know, they're not even near us. And this, I could hear the conversation. It just went on and on and on. I thought, I can't make a podcast. You know, the neighbourhood is not being considerate. I can't make a podcast when somebody's just droning on. Uh, and if you can hear the Anedian line going on in the background, it's not because I'm on a high-mast boat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. It's because our windows are open, and when the wind blows, they sort of rattle a bit. Uh, if anyone doesn't remember the Anedian line, or know what it is, it was a 1970s sort of soap opera thing. I don't know, I never watched it. Um, set on a boat in a, presumably the 19th century, one of those tall ship things. Um then replaced by a triangle. <laughs> Never watched that either. That was a great show. Anyway, um, I've mopped floors this morning. Two floors. I've mopped the front room and I've mopped the uh, hallway, which was filthy. So that's partly why I'm podcasting, because that's drying. Television programmes, we're watching Mrs. America, which I'm enjoying. Just started watching Shit's Creek, which I am enjoying an awful lot. Uh, just finished Unorthodox, which is really depressing, but very good. Um, uh, yeah, we need to find some replacements for things, because I'm finished Crazy Ex-Girlfriend which, and Morning Show, both of which is very upsetting. Now, if you just looked at people's clothing, you would have absolutely no idea what the temperature is. I've seen people with hats and coats on, and I've seen people in shorts and t-shirts. It's so English that, that no matter what the weather there will always be people wearing a wide range of clothes. There's always someone in a puffer jacket when it's 32 degrees, and there's always someone, usually a man, wearing shorts when it's minus 52. Always. I'm standing by that. Always. So I'm going to finish and um, get some lunch. I hope all's well with the world. Um, 
Yeah. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back next week.